continue to, amen, elevate you and strengthen you. Amen. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Amen. May you increase in spiritual wisdom and understanding that you may be able to walk worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ, fulfilling all his good pleasure that's in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. We're going to revisit our foundational scripture just to push us off tonight um, out of Genesis 17. And uh, that's the first place that we see the name uh, El Shaddai. Praise God. Out of Genesis 17, amen, that'll be our uh, cast-off point, amen. Uh, however, there's much more that we're going to do tonight. We just use it as a foundation. Genesis 17, starting at reading, amen, uh, from verse 1 through 8. Praise God. That'll be our foundation. And then there are several other things that we're going to do. Praise God. And before we get started tonight, I want to share this with you. I was in my devotion on today. And I was reading out of Psalm 78, amen, the 78th number of Psalm in verse 20. And I was reading that, and I got down to verse 24 and 25, amen, and I, I, uh, I was struck by the power of God, amen. And it said in verse 24, um, no, verse 23, yet he had commanded the clouds above and opened the doors of heaven, had rained down manna on them to eat. He gave them amen, of the bread of heaven. Men ate angels' food, and he sent them food to the full or to the beast satisfied. Amen. Verse 25, I, I, is my first time seeing it in the scripture, men ate angels' food. Amen. Manna was called angels' food. I thought that was absolutely amazing. I, I, I paused there and rejoiced greatly, amen, that God supplied all that they need. Amen. In the wilderness. And yet they kept on complaining. Glory to God. That's why many failed, died in the wilderness with the exception, all except with the exception of Joshua and Caleb. Glory to God. Genesis 17 and 1 said, when Abram was 90 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between you, me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. In that multiply you exceedingly, we see the manifestation of El Shaddai, the all-bountiful one, with these uh, exhaustible supplies, these exhaustible resource that is all sufficient for us. Verse 3, then Abel fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father to many nations, amen. The word nation, ethnos, where we get the word ethnicities, amen. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, glory to God, and make, and I will make nations of you, and kings, kings shall come from you, glory to God, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your descendant after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant, amen, to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I will give you and your descendants after you the land in which you are strangers. I have all the land of Canaan, amen, as in everlasting possession, I will be their God. Praise God. A uh, couple of things to point out that's necessary 
uh, so that you can see more in the in the text. Amen. He says to you that to them in verse six, Amen. I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. Amen. Kings shall come from you. Amen. When when you look at uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the name Jacob, of course, in Genesis thirty-five was changed to Israel. Praise God. Israel had children, one, they twelve sons and one daughter. Amen. Of the uh, names, praise God, uh, of, of the children of Israel was Judah. Amen. And so that everlasting king is from the tribe of Judah, and his name is Yahshua, Yahmoshiah, Jesus, Jesus in English, everlasting covenant. That's why he can call it an everlasting covenant because, <clears throat> amen, uh, eventually through Judah there will be born an everlasting king. Amen. His dominion shall have no end. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. And this is why he said your seed, not seeds as in many, but in your seed. And that seed, according to Galatians 4, was Christ. That seed was Christ. He says, amen. Um, in verse 7, I will establish my covenant between you, me and you, and your descendants. Praise God. After after you and their generations for an everlasting covenant. Ah, everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after. An everlasting covenant. It cannot be everlasting unless it's something that happens that is eternal. And that eternal thing that was born in the earth realm, a clean thing that came from an unclean place, that, amen, was Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. In addition to that, in the book of uh, Romans, uh, in the uh, second chapter, amen, in the, going over into the third chapter, God, uh, Paul is dealing with the issue of, in Rome, a church with two different basic backgrounds, one Jewish, the other Gentile, and they're trying to find a way to coexist in this one church. This book of righteousness, praise God, establishes order within the church doctrinally and practically. Doctrinally, chapter 1 through uh, 11, practically 12 through 16, how these church, these people who are in Christ with two different, different backgrounds can coexist. He makes the foundation uh, in Romans 2 and says uh, uh, to them that, and the question was asked, amen, when a Abraham believed God, was he a Jew or was he a Gentile? Amen. Abraham believed God while he was still a Gentile. From the earth of the Chaldees, he believed God. Praise God. When he became circumcised and when he, be, he believed God, uh, he was still Gentile, then converted over, amen, to Jew, uh, amen, to the people of God. So what, Ab what Paul was saying to the church with these two different backgrounds, Jew and Gentile together, what he was saying to the church is that, amen, the common goal is that Abraham is both of your fathers. Amen. The common goal is Abraham was both of your fathers. And they were in the church trying to force the Jews, force the Gentiles to be circumcised. Amen. And so uh, he cuts off, amen, that religious righteousness and says, says to them, amen, concerning right standing. There's another type of circumcision that's of the heart, amen, and not of the flesh. So, both have been circumcised, but the greatest circumcision is that of the heart. Amen. The greatest circumcision is that 
of the heart. So he's answering this question, praise God, uh, about righteousness, a right standing in God, and that all have the same father, Abraham, amen, all have the same righteousness that's found in Christ Jesus, amen. That's why he says concerning Israel, I bear them record. They have a zeal of God, but not according to righteousness, amen, because they've gone out to establish their own righteousness, being ignorant of the righteousness of God that's in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And so uh, this is the foundation of Scripture, and we're, we're just adding to that, praise God, concerning the uh, content that you see in this first eight verses. I can't go on. It's just too much in regard to the covenant that he made. Amen. So this is the Old Testament, this old covenant. Now, God is the same. His methodology changed. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, but his method changed. Amen. Uh, the New Old Testament method of coming to God is different from the New Testament method, but the righteousness and the desire is still the same. Praise God. I got a lot on my mind. Uh, I know that I can't say it all right now. Glory to God. Amen. Anyway, <clears throat> so tonight's subject is, why is the name El Shaddai important? Why is the name uh, El Shaddai it, why is it important? The reason uh, the meaning of the name El Shaddai is so important is because it uh, there is an all-inclusive aspect to that name. There's an all-inclusive aspect when you say El Shaddai, all-bountiful, mm -hmm. all-sufficient. Amen. That means he is, in that all-inclusiveness, he is Jehovah Jireh to me. He is Jehovah Nisi to me. He is Jehovah Mekadesh. Amen. He is Jehovah Sikhanu. He is Jehovah Shama. He's Jehovah Shalom because in this all-inclusive name, El Shaddai, you find all that we need. Everything we desire, everything we need, praise God, is found in this all-encompassing aspect of the name El Shaddai. According to the, the Webster's Dictionary, one of the uh, definitions of the word El Shaddai is having absolute power over all. Having absolute power over all. He's El Shaddai. He's El. He's almighty. Praise God. The word Shad and Shaddai, praise God, means one-breasted one, one that supplies, amen, on faith demand. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a supply based upon faith. Faith is the faith to the presence of God is the hunger and the, the uh, feeding action of the lips of a child. This is the only, one of the only uh, names of God that give him, amen, a female connotation, amen, breasted one. That's why it's in error to go on and on and on about, amen, God's um, gender, and all of those that get caught up in gender and blah, blah, blah. Gender were made for, for the earth, for the, those of us that are temporal, for the purpose of procreation is gender. God has no need for procreation. He has no need for gender. It is, it is the finite uh, mind. It is our <clears throat> confused, fleshly, earthly mind that tried to put everything in a bottle put everything in a category. But that's another question. That's another thing. Amen. Glory to God. So we're 
don't go there with that gender thing. Praise God. But anyway, that, that Shaddai, it means, amen, the breasted one, amen, that everything that we need is found in him. Praise God. Faith, like the woman that, uh, that had the issue of blood for 12 years and could not get better, amen, but actually got worse as she went from physician to physician, amen. Her faith drew from the supply, of, amen, that was in Jesus, and her word was this, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, amen. Her faith is the, amen, uh, the drawing action of a child that's being fed by the mother. It is a, it is a physician's fact, it is a statistical fact that babies that are breastfed, breastfed amen, are more healthy, they're more, they end up being uh, more intelligent, they have fewer health issues, amen, if they are fed from the breast. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> My God from heaven. Amen. So that, that action, that drawing action, that sucking action is faith to us. It's like faith. Amen. Uh, it draws, it pulls from the almighty God. Hallelujah. So this having absolute power, amen, this is the one definition alone that causes the name of El Shaddai to stand out among all the other names of God. Amen. This all, this absolute power over all. Hallelujah. All, amen. He is everything. There's nothing that is over him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This uh, meaning of the name El Shaddai, amen, with it tells us that God has absolute power over sicknesses, over death, over sin, glory to God, over Satan himself, and any demonic power or influence, basically over everything and Everyone, he is all powerful, all bountiful, all sufficient. Amen. He has the preeminence. Amen. There is no one greater or more powerful than El Shaddai. Amen. Our God Almighty. Thank, praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, because this name reflects God's power over all. This is why it could possibly we can make the argument. Amen. And uh, it's open for debate that it stands apart from all other names, the name El Shaddai. There are three scriptures that just jump out at me when we uh, put it in that context, uh, the meaning of the name El Shaddai. There are three scriptures. Number one is Romans 8. Amen. Romans 8, 31 through 39. Man, I feel God. Amen. Romans 8, 31 through 39 in the New King James Version says, what then shall we say of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Let's stop right there. Praise God. That's enough to shout right there. If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. In any area. If God is for us, amen, who can be against us? Yes, it's a rhetorical question, but I think it's a thought-worthy question that should give us confidence. If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also give us freely all things? If he gave the epitome of the sacrifice, when he gave his son, everything else, praise God, is easy for the Lord. It, 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 it's like saying that you asked me for a million dollars. 
if I give you a million dollars and then you come back the next day and ask for, hey man, uh, later ask for 10,000, that's nothing in the comparison of a million. You come back and ask me for $100, that ain't nothing. Amen. And that's why I think about it when we, uh, because of Christ. If he gave us all, praise God, the little things we're asking for, uh, praise God, that ain't nothing to the Lord. Amen. Let's keep reading. Verse 33, How, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Is it God who justifies? Who is he who condemns? Is it Christ who died and furthermore is also risen? Who is given, uh, given who is even at the right hand of God? Who also makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? What, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword as it is written for your sake we'll kill all day long we'll count it as sheep for, for the slaughter. Yet in all things we're more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor death nor any other creeping thing created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is Amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Number one, I got three. Amen. Number one that pops off the page is Romans 8. Glory to God. Amen. If God is for us, who can be against us? If El Shaddai, all seeing, all knowing, all powerful, glory to God, is for me, who can be against us? Who can, who can withstand the Almighty? When, when, when El Shaddai, the Almighty, is on our side, there is nothing or no one, amen, can come against us and succeed. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Matthew 10, 21 through 31, 27 through 31. Matthew 10, 27 through 31, that in the New King James Version says, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And whatever you hear, amen, uh, or what you hear in the ear on the porch or uh, on the housetop, praise God. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and body in hell. Are you not, are you, uh, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them, not one sparrow falls to the ground apart from the Father's will. But the very hair on your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, amen, for you are more valuable than many sparrows. You got to know that in your Noah. Amen. Do not fear, for you are more valuable than many sparrows. You got to know that in your Noah, that you're valuable to God, that you're valuable to the Almighty. You're so valuable. He gave his, he loved us so. He gave his only begotten son. And that's not just an all-encompassing love. That's an individual love. You got to know that in your Noah. Amen. When you know that in your Noah, there's no devil in hell that can stop you. Glory to God. My second scripture that jumps off the page, you can't ignore when it comes down to El Shaddai, is out of Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. 
Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, it says, Jesus came and spoke to them. This is the post-resurrected Jesus, amen, after the crucifixion, after his death, and he rose again. He came to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, amen, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. All authority has been given to me. Amen. In heaven and in earth, all authority, all things in heaven, all in earth, he says, has been given, amen, to me. You can't help but to see that. Amen. In Matthew 8 and verse Matthew 8, verse 23 through 2 through 27, I'm sorry. Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27 says, Now when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with waves. But he was asleep. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. He got in the boat. His disciples followed him into a great storm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, that'll preach every day of the week, twice on Sunday. They followed him, amen, amen, into a planned storm. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're perishing. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? Oh, you have little faith, amen. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the waves, and there was a great calm. So, men, so the men marveled, saying, who can this be that even the wind and the way the sea obey him? Who can this be? Amen. They were more marveled by the uh, the act of Christ that when he rebuked the wind and the sea, amen, not making any mention concerning their weak faith. Praise God. My God, that my God have mercy. Praise God. But anyway, he said, what kind of man, What kind? who can this be? What kind of man is this? that the wind and the way, waves obey him. So, amen, for all of that other false doctrine, that, that wiped off the map that Jesus was just a prophet. That just wiped it, they just wiped that right off the map that Christ was just a prophet. Glory to God, amen, that wiped that right off the map that, amen, he wasn't in tandem with God, God in the earth realm himself. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Colossians now. Glory to God. Uh, this is my last verse. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 through 20. I love this scripture. You'll hear it from me all the time. Colossians 1, the first chapter of the book of Colossians, chapter, 15, chapter 1, verses 15 through 20, in the uh, New King James Version. Praise God. This is my third and last verse. Praise God that you can't help but to think of when you think of El Shaddai. Christ is our El Shaddai. Amen. Christ is our El Shaddai. I'm going to show you where it is in the scripture. Amen. He is the image of the invisible God. Christ is. He's the firstborn above all creation. For by him, all things were created that are in heaven. Amen. That are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones and dominions or principalities or powers, all things. Things, all things were created 
through him and for him. And he is above all things. He is above all things. And in him, all things consist. All means all, means everything. Like where he keeps saying all, all things, all creation, all, all. Glory to God. Verse 18, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. He is first above all creation. He is the firstborn from the dead. He's proton. He's first. He's first in rank. He's first in line. He preferred first. Amen. Proton in the Greek. Amen. That in all things, he may have the preeminence. That's pre-authority. There's nothing after him that has authority over him. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness, amen, should dwell. It pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood, amen, uh, through the blood of his cross. Glory to God, amen. All things would consist because of him, was created through him, for him, and by him, amen. Whether visible and invisible thrones, principalities that is in heaven and earth, glory to God, he is everything. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. To God be the glory. To God be all the glory. So, so when you think of the name that we've been studying, and El Shaddai in particular, it ought to deepen your level of devotion. It ought to deepen your level of observation uh, uh, into the isness of God and see the enormity of, amen, his majesty and the extremes. Hallelujah. The extremes that he, uh, you know, went through. Praise God to uh, redeem, amen, a fallen creation. It ought to bring you to, it ought to bring you to, amen, the place Abram came to when the Lord blessed him. It ought to bring you to worship. It ought to bring you to worship. There will be no proper worship unless you have revelation unto his isness, amen, to his presence. You got to have a revelation before you can have homage. Quit trying to get people to, amen, have deep adoration and reverence, uh, pay great homage to God who have not had any revelatory experience with God. Amen. If you keep on, all they'll do is mimic you, but never get to the point, praise God, where they'll actually have had an encounter with God. Amen. They haven't seen anything in his business revelatory. Like Isaiah, in the day the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And he was high and lifted, I saw the Lord. Amen. Anybody tell me anything about this, amen, their experience with God? If he's not high and lifted up, you just had a dream from that pork you ate or the sodium-rich, amen, uh, uh, full town too or something like that, some of them noodles, amen, but it wasn't God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'd be glad everything we see, we quit saying it's God. Amen. Because with his, with your vision comes the power. When you've had a God encounter, you wake up like you've been in church, like you've been in a worship experience. Because you have. Anyway, that's on the prophetic side. Praise God. Amen. Uh, he's all in all. Glory to God. When we studied the names of God, 
amen, we, we, we have another level of confidence and of boldness or who we are in covenant with. Amen, we have another level of confidence and another level of boldness where we're just not theatrical with God, amen, but it is a reaction to his awesome presence. It's a reaction. So we, 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 we bow to worship, but we get up to serve. We bow, pay homage to worship, amen. We bow before our maker, but then we get up to serve and we share with the dying world the reality of a true and a living God. We bow in our encounter, amen, uh, like the woman of Samaria at the well concerning, amen, our interaction with Christ. But we leave saying, come see a man that's told me all about myself. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, without this uh, revelatory experience, amen, without this revelatory experience, we'll never know the depths of our pride. We'll never, amen, encounter the, the reality of our arrogance. Until we've had this war is me, I'm undone. The reality of how wretched, amen, and how deviant we really are, Amen. It can't be explained in words because the arrogant, fleshly, puffed up mind got words, amen, many more words and deeper words than you have. They can, amen, that flesh mind can talk, courage to God, and sometimes try to persuade you, amen, concerning spiritual things. But it's just fleshly talk that has nothing to do with the impulses of the flesh. It's just good fleshly talk. Don't let no one deceive you with that foolery. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Studying his name. Ha, ah, glory. Amen. It'll bring you to a place of reverence, a place of awe. Like Job said, this is too high for me. I can't attain it. Glory to God. When his Shekinah manifests, when his glory, his visible presence manifests, you don't stand up, amen, and just look like what's going on here. Praise God. I tell you what's going on. The king just entered the room. Praise God. You know what to do. Like Abraham, you better bow and worship, amen, and then get up hearing, leave serving, leave serving. Glory to God. My time is up. Praise the name of the Lord for all that he has done uh, during this time. Glory to God. Let us finish strong. Let us press through the line all the way through, leaning forward, arms back, chest and face forward, amen. Let us run all the way through to God be, amen, all of the glory and give him praise for all that he has done. Father, we thank you tonight because you, you're amazing. We thank you because you're wonderful. You're El Shaddai. All that we need is found in you. We're completing you. There's nothing outside of you that we lack because there's, amen, you have all things within yourself. We thank you. We give you praise, Father God, for showing us the depth of your nature, the awesomeness of your hand upon us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for giving us your son, and because of him and through him, all things consist. He is the visible presence, the visible manifestation of you, Father. And when we see Christ, we've seen you. Thank you that all things that have been given to the Son is given through the Holy Spirit. Now we receive it, give us sensitivity, uh, understanding to how to walk within you, God, circumspectly, manifest all things that are given. And then your name be glorified as, amen, as the salt make us salt, as the light make us light and not salt that has lost its savor. That's only good for throwing out to be trampled under the foot of men or a light that will not shine. May we, may we fulfill your purpose in the earth realm with the time that we have so that in the end when it's all said and done and all has been accomplished, your words to us are amen, well done, 
thy good and faithful servant. Amen. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.